Welcome to Sales Talk. I'm your host, Aaron Quill. And I'm Ron Terry. And today we have Pete Chatwick. Pete, good afternoon. Good afternoon. So, Pete, what do you do for us? I am a business development manager with SUSE. That's actually one of the reasons we asked you to sit down and talk to us about SUSE, specifically some cool things you're doing with Amazon EC2. Great. So we've been working with Amazon for about a year now. We launched SLES, Suzlex Enterprise Server, on EC2. So this enables customers to actually consume SLES on an hourly basis, on demand, you know, start a server, run it for an hour, turn it off with the same kind of flexibility and economies that you get with running anything else on Amazon EC2. So are customers building their own images with SLES and then uploading those to Amazon EC2? So there's really two ways to do it. We have some images that are already up there that someone can just start running, and it works just like any other SuseLogs Enterprise server. You can add packages to it. You can upgrade it. You can maintain it. You can install your own applications on it, whatever you want to do with it, just like you have another server running in your data center. Additionally, we have worked with our SUSE Studio product to integrate more tightly the creation of an image built upon SUSE Linux Enterprise server, and so you can automatically upload it from Studio into Amazon EC2 and start running it immediately. A couple advantages there. One is that you start, we have a concept we call Just Enough Operating System, which is a very slimmed down version of SUSE Linux Enterprise that really has just enough packages in it to make it runnable, to make it bootable. And then you can customize it by adding additional packages on top of it. When you're finished, you have just what you need to run your application, your, your service. And in a cloud environment, that's really critical. And then I assume you're also putting in drivers that are optimized for EC2? Yes, we've worked with Amazon to understand exactly what their infrastructure is. It's essentially running just on top of a Zen hypervisor. And as you know, Suzlux Enterprise Server is a perfect guest, works very well in Zen or any other hypervised environment. So there's not a lot of customization that needs to be done. I mean, the, the bits are largely the same as what you would get in the data center, but it's a little simpler because you don't have any hardware drivers. It's all running on the virtual infrastructure. Pete, what is Amazon EC2? So Amazon EC2, EC2 stands for Elastic Compute Cloud, and this is a service that Amazon launched, oh, I think five years ago, which really in some ways was the initial cloud computing solution, and that's all the buzzword now. And the idea is that Amazon will sell you compute capacity on an hourly basis. So let's say you have some kind of a particular application that you need to run for three hours at the end of every month. Rather than having all your own dedicated server to run that, you can go to Amazon and say, I want a server for the next three hours, start it up, start it, and, and turn it off. There's no upfront fee. It's just straight hourly pricing. So it's a very cost-effective way for customers to get excess capacity. So when people offload processes to Amazon EC2, one of the things that I've always been interested in is, let's say you do get a surge in traffic sure. or a surge in processing power. Mm-hmm. Do you need to spin up additional virtual machines, or do you just have a virtual machine that's got so much infrastructure behind it that it can really just scale an incredible amount? No, it's more the former. The Amazon, as most other cloud providers do, offer a range of sizes of instances that range from what's called a micro instance, which is relatively small and limited. Actually, you can get cluster compute instances that have have multiple CPUs attached to them. So to some extent, you want to try and scale the server to the size of your workload. On the other hand, a lot of customers are now re-architecting their workloads in in what's called a horizontal scale-out model. 
So for example, if you're running something that's very heavily web front-ended, you have a load balancer, you have a web server, you have database servers, you have multiple layers, and each layer can scale horizontally independently. There are tools that you can use from, you know, we're working with people like RightScale so that you can have some management tools that will automate the scale out in the event that you have an issue where you need more capacity. And even if you want to do it manually, time it takes to spin up a new server is literally minutes if not seconds. So, you know, if you're monitoring and you've got something that says, hey, you know, I've got a, a server that's getting close to capacity, if you've built a scale-out model, you can react very, very quickly. So you mentioned these different sizes of these virtual machines that are available. I imagine you get charged differently based on the amount of, of resources that you consume, right? Correct. Also, while we're on price... You know, our traditional pricing model for SUSE Linux Enterprise, you know, the subscription model, the idea that I've got a single machine here and I'm paying a, you know, a yearly or however many year subscription on that. Do we have a special pricing model associated with the instances running in EC2? Yeah, it's priced on an hourly basis just as the basic EC2 prices. So it's essentially you pay, you know, Amazon's got some base pricing per hour. So for example, the small instance is eight and a half cents per hour. If you decide you want to run SUSE Linux Enterprise Server on that small instance, it costs you 11 cents an hour. So you essentially pay an additional three cents. But for that, you're getting a fully supported, maintained enterprise distribution as opposed to what's really more of a community distribution. Okay. So it's really just, I pay the one fee to Amazon and, and then we at SUSE basically take our cut from that if you use our operating system instead of that virtual yes. machine. Okay. That's cool. Very easy. Yes, it is. Now, you mentioned we've got pre-configured OSs up there that yes. a customer can just go and say, I want a SLES server. Are they set up in different configurations? Do you have like a base server? Do you have a juice server, that just enough operating system you were talking about? So the basic image is pretty much standard SLES image. I think it's got Apache installed on it. It's got Tomcat. It's got some other things that sort of the typical web kind of server infrastructure. And if you just pull those in, you can then you know tailor that however you want using traditional tools like Zipper and Yast and, and things like that. Or you can use SUSE Studio as a way to more customize exactly what you want to run. And with SUSE Studio, what I can actually do is I can go to the SUSE Studio website. I can then build my OS right there, pick and choose exactly what I want, get real granular. Yes. And then now one of the options, we've always had the option before to, you know, is this going to be built for a flash drive? Is this going to be built for a hard drive, for an appliance? Now we just have an, a new option that's EC2? Yes. So direct, you, direct upload, I guess, is what it is? Yeah, you actually, well, first of all, you say one of the options, um, as Aaron pointed out, is to build as an EC2 image. And that automatically prompts you to make sure it's got all the EC2 driver tools and things like that that I talked about earlier. And then once you do that, it gives you an option to upload directly to EC2. You have to provide it your Amazon credentials, and then it will just literally send it up there and start it up if you want it. Oh, that's fantastic. So that really makes it easy for oh, someone to so customize the OS and get really the exact components that they want running up on Amazon. Yes, it's a very streamlined workflow. Well, and it seems also that once you have your virtual machine instance customized the way you like it, it's not like you have to re-upload that every time, right? You can keep it stored there in, in the Amazon cloud, and then just when you need it, you turn it on, get charged for the time that's turned on, and then turn it off when you don't need it, right? And if you do it with Studio, you've got the image saved. So if you want to go tweak the image for whatever reason, you know, I need to change a package, I need to add a new file, I can do that very, very quickly. And then finally, the last advantage is, as with anything you do with Studio, I can turn around and build it for a different image. So if I want to run an image in EC2 or in my data center, I can build one image and have it in both places. 
Well, uh, Pete, thanks a lot for sitting down and talking to Ron and I about how you can now easily get SLES images up and running on Amazon EC2. Aaron, Ron, thanks for the time. This episode of Sales Talk is brought to you by SUSE. You can send us feedback at salestalk at SUSE.com. You can have this episode and others automatically delivered to your iPhone, iPad, or Android device. Please look for the Novell in Hand app in the Apple App Store or the Android Market. Thanks for listening, and see you next time.